Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Today's a big day. We are a third of the way through the season, and we only have four episodes left in Game of Thrones history. Well, besides the spin-offs, but in the good Game of Thrones history. Um, everyone, real quick, go like Duncan Agnew's tweet about how Brienne's smile is really nice. Would, would you like to bump it? What is, what's your Twitter handle? Um, it is at DL Agnew, um, and you should like it because it's funny. Yeah. What you, wait, okay. So were you saying that her smile was nice and that's why the Night King would head north? Or were you saying her smile was scary and that's why the Night King would head north? No, the smile is so pure that the Night King would be like, aw, there is hope for the world. Mm. See, the, fir- the first like five times I read that tweet, I was like, that's kind of a diss. It was a nice <laughs> smile. But, well... Yeah. Anyways, um, my name is Ryan Coleman, and joined with me, as always, is your co-host, my co-host. Also, wait, hold on, real quick. Who cares about the co-host? If everyone could like my tweet as well, <laughs> um, <laughs> at uh, Ryan Coleman ninety eight underscore ninety eight, I believe it is. Um, I tweeted at Maisie Williams. Maisie, you're great, and I love you. Also, another plug that isn't really a plug, but she recorded a podcast with. Uh, the School of Greatness, I believe it was called, and she just talked about her anxiety and just, like, how she kind of grew up as Game of Thrones, and, like, she's always this character, and everyone knows her as this character, so the hardest thing is being yourself, and, I don't know, I really liked it. I, she could have just kind of breathed into the mic, and she, I would have liked it, too, so take that with a grain of salt, but go check that out. Okay. Um, and after you introduce us, Ryan, I think that's a good place to start this episode. Yeah, your so tweets, contents. Introductions is my name is Ryan Coleman. Jack McKessie. Jack McKesey. Oh no. Oh That's the first no. time you've gotten it right. And that's because in the first episode you legitimately thought my last name was McKesey. <laughs> no, I said McKessie. I was like, it is McKessie, it's not McKesey, right? I knew it was McKessie, but I just No, you said McKesey? No, I said Oh, you thought I was kidding. But I wasn't. But I was. But was I? Or did I did I? Did I do it? This is like me like the <laughs> recording of the last episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Duncan, I like your pants. Duncan, <laughs> Duncan is joined with us. Delag, ag, ag, you, and then <laughs> Jess Feedy is our special guest. Finally, Hi. hey Jess. <laughs> Sorry for that. It's okay. Okay, so you want to start talking about Arya and Gendry getting it on? Yeah, I mean that's what you tweeted. So for those of you who don't know, who are yet to like Ryan's tweet, excuse me, Cole Coleman's tweet. Um, the contents of it are is basically like the Andy Samberg meme where he's holding a cake that says "Congrats on the sex," and Cole tagged Maisie Williams in it, so that was pretty funny. But moving forward to the actual scene, um, a lot of it's been getting a lot of hate, but I actually thought it was a really like interesting scene because it's kind of a, another instance of Game of Thrones like going there where everyone like didn't really think you would go because you would, like, steer clear of that. But they went there because they were trying to be, like, more realistic about it. Because, like, who are we kidding? Like, last night on Earth, you probably want to have sex. So. I kind of wish that they had been a little bit above it. Like, I know that the characters, like, they're trying to humanize them, but I wish that they were, like, like I said, above it. Because I think that Arya, like, her her storyline has had nothing to do with romance or anything like that. Um, and then to just, like, say that on her last night on Earth, the last thing she wants to do is, like, try it out. I don't know. It just felt slightly out of character. But on the other hand, I do think that, like, her relationship with Gendry is built on 
like a, a good friendship that they had in the past. And I know some people can get over the fact that like, oh, there was a huge age difference at the beginning of their relationship. But to me, it's like somebody that she trusts and I don't think she trusts a lot of people. So I feel like what they were doing with that scene was trying to make us like Gendry even more because now there's like an actual tangible physical connection between him and one of the other main characters that's already loved. And so, like, they're building him up to be a bigger character for the fans to appreciate. But I feel like we already liked Gendry to start with, mm -hmm. and so it just kind of was overdoing it. Mm -hmm. And then, as you said, Jess, like, the age gap thing is so weird to me. Because, like, the first time they meet, Arya's, like, the character and Maisie Williams are, like, 12 to 13-ish. And then, like, now Arya, the character, I believe, is 18 or 19, and Maisie Williams is 22. Um, but the actor who plays Gendry is in his 30s, I think. Yeah, he was 25 when they started. Yeah, so I... That made me really uncomfortable. I mean, it, like... Yeah, I don't I, One of you two said it's like getting a, a lot of... Uh, not hate, but a lot of... Traffic on the webs. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, she goes out and like murders all these people, and it's just like... You know, badass like Arya, and just like slits people's throats and stabs them in the eye, and no one bats an eye, and then she has sex once, and everyone's up in arms. And I don't know. I mean, it's like she's been this lone wolf for the past six seasons. Like after, I mean, even in season one, she wanted to do what she wanted. She didn't want to be like Sansa. She didn't want to be a lady. She wanted to be a fighter. That's why she learned from the, the great Serial Pharrell. And then after that, Ned's head is dead. Um, <laughs> as well as the rest of him as well as the rest of him and then she went to the night spots but then Gendry was her only friend and then they took Gendry away and then she was with the hound and then she ran away from the hound and then all of this has happened to her and she's been through so much and it's like I, like, I don't get why people are critiquing she wants to like enjoy something and like that's something that she I guess that, that people enjoy. She would want to enjoy something, but why like rub our faces in that? I guess. Well, yeah, I talked like I was. I was really upset about this episode at the right after watching it, just because I feel like there's they're forcing these love stories on us, just so like you said, like we like these characters more, so that when they kill them, it's gonna be a lot more you know hit home. But like you said, I already love Gendry. Gendry was great. Theon definitely getting murdered. Um, Jorah, I think, is going to die. I think Grey Worm or Masande is going to die. I could see Masande, like, getting burned by a dragon and then Grey Worm taking her, her ashes to Noth because they said, like, let's go to Noth after this and, like, retire on a beach. That would be so sad. Be but so I, could sad. Totally, like, I could totally see that happening. Um, uh, yeah, like, Sansa and Theon, that's, like, I don't know. That's yeah. not going to happen. That's no, I think it is. I, I think, think that is, moment dude. You see the way they very... looked at each other? Come on, man. It was so, it was so subtle, and yet everybody noticed it. Yeah, exactly. Everyone picked up yeah. on yeah. it. But, um, yeah, I, I almost feel like all my strong female characters are being diluted in a sense and being, like, like once again, the female characters have to have some kind of, like, romantic storyline to stay interesting, and I kind of hate that, and that's why, like, I was so, like, I was fine with Arya and Gendry being friends, but I didn't need it to happen. I don't think Sansa needs to be with Theon, um... Because I think that's a weird one, too. Yeah. Right? Think of how they started and yeah. all the things that have yeah. happened. Think of and everything. Oh, my God. Theon's lack of certain appendages. <laughs> I mean, like... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I just... I didn't really feel like any of it was forced. 
in the moment. Like, I, I feel like I ended that episode and I was like, wow, that was actually really impressive how they had an episode in the final season without death and they somehow pulled that off. And that, I thought that was like just a pretty remarkable accomplishment for the show. Because, um, I, I, I mean, I was just looking at it, I think, from a different viewpoint in terms of, like, I think they tackled all these, like, emotions that you go through when you're, like, probably going to die. And then how, like, there's that moment where Tormund's, like, we're all going to die, but at least we're going to do it together. <laughs> yeah, when they were in that war room, like, also, <laughs> damn it, spoiler warning. Um, <laughs> when they were in the war room, Bran was casually like, yeah, the Night King wants to kill me because I am this world's memory. And, like, if you kill the memory, then you, that is what death is. And then they kind of glanced over it, like, yeah, like, makes sense. Like, sounds good. No, Sam had a whole little monologue. I though. know, but then after oh. that, they're just like, all right, so cool. Um, and for all of you, I mean, we talked about the Night King is a dumb theory. That makes me think that it isn't going to happen. Um, we didn't see the Night King last episode, which was suspicious. But I think it's just because they didn't want to have to, you know, spend the money to show a dragon for three seconds. Because obviously the Night King would be on the dragon. I don't know. And I don't think Bran would that poorly miscalculate the Night King. The Night King is definitely coming for Bran. And like, I believe that. I mean, the actor who plays the Night King said in an interview, like, the Night King is coming south for a reason. And that's to murder Bran. But how far south? But we... (laughs) But we got a little hint at what the Night King wants, finally. That's what I really liked. Is that Bran thinks that the Night King just wants to wipe out humanity. And we still don't really have a motive, but at least we have, like, something rather than he's just on a murder spree, you know? It's like, it's, it's nice. He wa- we know what he wants. I that guess. was kind of one part that bothered me about that particular scene was, like, Bran comes up with this plan to just, like, chill by the Weirwood, and then Theon's going to protect him with Ironborn, but then they don't talk at all about, like, a plan. They're, like, just going to sit there and then have... Like a dragon and the Night yeah. King versus like a few washed up Ironborn that aren't already <laughs> it's like with Theon, <laughs> and then Bran who's in a wheelchair and Theon who like we don't really know if he can still fight fight like he punched that guy to death on Dragonstone and he could use a bow when no one knew he was there, but like other than that we like it's like Theon Theon will protect Bran with the dragon but I think they might set a dragon the only way that this battle makes sense to last an hour and 20 minutes is for Danny to not use both of her dragons. And one of them's John's now, apparently. One of them's John. Stupid fantasy. Um, so one of them is probably going to chill and sit. And I think the other one is going to get killed. Because when we saw all of the White Walkers at the end of that episode, there was a line of like 300 of them. They all had spears with them. And I don't think they all have the canon of the Night King. But <laughs> I do think that they got like, you know... Aaron Rodgers-esque abilities still. Aaron Rodgers has a cannon. Yeah. Okay, I was trying no, to... No, the Night King is one for one with 538 yards of completion. <laughs> with one pass. So. Um, <laughs> anyways, I, I definitely think a dragon's going to die next episode. I'm just imagining, like, a receiver going out and then running back and then going out and then running back, like, 500 yards or five times back and forth across the field, and that's, like, the one completion for 500 yards. <laughs> oh, man. Sports. Yeah. Yeah. Song of Podcast. Song of Sports and Thrones, ladies and gentlemen. But I really, I did like this episode a lot more because it did just like, I mean, I think you said it, Jess, after the episode. It's just like realistic. It's just like the end of the world and people deal with it in different ways. And I also, another theory I brought up to you two, good band, um, Jack and Duncan is who I brought it up to. 
not jazz. Sorry. It's okay. You're getting to it now. Um, <laughs> I could see that they build up Gendry and Arya's romance because Gendry might die, right? Probably. Probably. But he might be the one who is chasing Arya as a White Walker through the crypts. Mm. Yeah, but wouldn't you think that like, it would be more climactic if, like, Headless Ned was chasing Arya okay, through the crypts. Okay, that was the thing. Is like, like, I don't think... Really headless Ned. <laughs> I don't think that the other Stark characters we've seen die are in the crypts. It's like, how would they... Like, why would anyone in King's Landing be like, all right, we're going to send Stark body but back? But they did. They did? Like, mm-hmm. did they ever explicitly say that? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, there was one point... Like, Ned was killed in King's Landing. He, he's definitely in the crypts. Yeah, his body was sent back. Yeah. Like his, his and, remains. like, Rob Stark, I mean, you think Rob made it back to Winterfell after Rob, being paraded through the street? Yeah. Rob, I don't know. Rob and Catelyn, I have no idea. But Ned, definitely. Lyanna, definitely. Um, oh, okay. Lyanna Rickon, was... probably not. Yeah, definitely. His body kind of got trampled in the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. I was just like... <laughs> I feel like, I mean... There's obviously still a hundred of corpses they can deal with. Also, I think everyone in the crypts is about to get murked. I mean, yeah. they're, all they did was talk about, hey, it's the safest place, it's the safest place, it's not like there's any dead people who can come back to life down there. Oh, it's definitely not the safest it's place. It's definitely yeah. not the safest place, for sure. Yeah. So, Speaking also, of, the girl ahead. that looked like Shireen. That was a nice moment in the episode. That was a nice moment. When Sir that. Davos saw that girl with like, the burn mark, I yeah. think, on her face. Um, it was just a nice moment, I think. And just, like, more about the human aspect of the show. And that's, like, something I really liked about this episode that I feel like the first episode kind of missed was just, like, humanity in its last moments. I guess they didn't know in the first episode, but I feel like they could have condensed both of those into one. Mm-hmm. And, like, had a similar... Five-episode series. <laughs> um, I mean, that, that's true, but another thing, going back to what you were saying about the girl who looked like Shireen, I believe... I don't want to get this wrong, but I believe the song playing in the background when Davos hands her the soup is the same song that's playing when Shireen gets no, not gets murdered, but uh, in like season three when like she's like teaching Davos how to read or something like that. Mm. Oh, Interesting. I yeah. didn't know there was music, but yeah, the human element is nice. Also, when the other person is coming to Davos and like we're not fighters, and then he's oh, like, yeah, "You are now," right. and I mean. I was watching the Alt X live, uh, like, just thoughts and review episode, and it's like, we've just been following the 1% of, you know, the Westeros for this entire season, and it's just, like, the rich, but, I mean, all of the common people who we would be if we were in Westeros, theoretically, it's like we have no idea what they're going through, and all of the decisions uh-huh. that the powerful make have an impact on these people and they're like we're not fi- like why do we got to be a part of this you know but they are so well it is the living versus the dead at this point like it's not really they're just following the one percent it's like they are kind of fighting for their lives <laughs> i i oh, it's gonna be a good episode also we didn't see any cersei we didn't see any brawn i don't think we're gonna see any of them until episode four we didn't even talk about jamie though we did see jamie oh we did see jamie jamie i think is gonna die next episode in the hands of brienne Wow, so he won't kill Cersei? I disagree. I also disagree because of that. Yeah. I mean, I think Tyrion could, they could still have Tyrion. Well, no, I think, oh, I also think Tyrion's gonna gonna die, dude. I think Tyrion would would die before Jaime does. I agree. Yeah, I don't think Jaime's arc is complete just yet. 
Yeah, I think well, Tyrion's they alluded, just about done. Yeah. Tyrion, yeah, they really foreshadowed Tyrion getting murdered. Yeah, they that also gave like, him so many good lines in that episode yeah. that it was just like vintage Tyrion. That's one of the things I loved about that episode, though, is that it did a very good job of kind of recalling past episodes and doing like reunions. Again, they did that last episode, too, but this particular episode was really good at like recalling themes throughout the whole series, um, like the way they have... Um, when Bran threw shade at yeah. Jamie. Oh my god, that yeah. was iconic. <laughs> when like Bran threw shade, and then when um, Sam, John, and Ed are at the top of the wall. Oh, that was funny. And then um, like the Hound and Arya, like all of that stuff is just amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really like the the one line Tyrion had about um, he felt like a fool for for believing Cersei. And then Jamie goes, well, I've been fooled many times. And then Tyrion says, you were never fooled. You always knew what she was, and you still loved her. That, I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. It made me really think about, like, how would I feel if my siblings were in an incestuous relationship? Like, how do you cope with that one? Um, <laughs> I don't Yeah. I guess it's just, you know, a different world in that sense. Just have to go with it. Yeah. Also, a huge underrated line in that episode was when, um, at like the end of Jamie and Bran's conversation by the Weirwood Tree, um, Bran looks at him and goes, "How do you know there is an afterward?" Yeah. That was crazy. That was really yeah. spooky. That makes me think Jamie's gonna die. Also, okay. So, yes or no? Dead bodies rise in the crypts. I think yes. Yes. Yes or no, or okay, this, this isn't either a yes or no, but do they fight for the Starks or do they fight for the dead? Um, the dead. Do the bodies in the crypts fight for the Correct. Starks? They would definitely fight for the dead. I, I think it would, like, that's an interesting idea, but I think it would just yeah. get way too complicated for the viewer to be like, oh, like, there's dead people fighting dead people, and now right. it's... Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm thinking of, like, what happened with Benjen, how he died, but, like, but he got saved by a child of the forest. Oh, I kind of missed that. Yeah. But there's a thing about, like, Starks. Dragon glass in the heart. About, after. like, Starks and, like, dying and, you know, stuff like that. Also, guess who has a bunch of dragon glass, you know? I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, yes or no, one of the characters, one of the named characters that we have seen die is going to come back as a White Walker, a.k.a. Hodor. I, th- I think so. Or Ned. I feel like they hinted at that too heavily in that teaser where they're, like, standing across their bodies in the crypt. They're, like, statues in the crypt. Mm. Oh, good point. Mm. Yeah, I think maybe. Uh, I don't know if I'd be surprised either way. Like, I don't think I'd be shocked if they did bring, like, Hodor or Headless Ned back. And I wouldn't be shocked if they decided to not do that. I mean, Nicola Costa Waldo did say that it is going to happen. What? He said, like in an interview why they were feeling like he was def- he was very confident that it is going to happen. And he said he hoped he wasn't the one, but like they hadn't gotten to that part yet. So I'm very curious. We will see. But shit's going down, dude. Yeah. I'm very excited for next episode. Did uh, you, Jack and Cole, did you guys read that Weirwood Tree theory I sent you? Yes. Uh, he told me about it. I didn't read it. But it's... Care to explain? Very interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain. But basically, like, the fact that Bran is posting up by the Weirwood Tree makes me kind of, like, think that there is maybe something to it. But essentially, it's the idea that 
like all of these like mystical powers that certain characters have, like the Night King and Bran and the Children of the Forest and like Melisandre even, they all get their power from the Weirwood tree. And there's a bunch of analysis that like I don't really remember and it's really hard to explain, but basically like historically like a lot of these powers have somehow like been grown or developed out of like the so called like mystical um powers of this weirwood tree and there's a theory out there that like to kill the night king and to kill like the army of the dead and any being that gets their like powers from that source they have to burn down the original weirwood tree which i believe is on the god's eye i mean there's a there's multiple weirwood trees Right, but the original, the original one that's like oh, okay, on the god's okay, okay, okay. eye, which is the symbol of the White Walkers with that like circle with yeah. the line there's through like it. A, there's yeah. like an island in Where the is books. this? It's it's right near King's Landing. There's an oh. island like on a lake. Oh. Yeah. And that's where people think the children of the forest push the knife through the heart of the Yeah. yeah. Which would mean like that's where they got their symbol from with the circle with the eye through it. That's the god's eye. And like that would point towards like that's the original Weirwood tree where they got their power. It would also and make you burn sense. That down. I I think wasn't a part of the theory that like that was kind of what Ned Umber in the middle of the circle of arms, the spiral of arms in episode one, kind of suggested was like they set him on fire. It's like the power comes from the middle and like reaches out. Oh yeah, it was a symbol of like the 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 White Walker symbol like burning basically. Yeah. yeah. And how they have to like that got burned, but now they have to go burn the God's Eye Weirwood tree or something. Right, because when. The, when the Night King was made, it was like that same spiral symbol yeah. around the Weirwood. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Which would be crazy. Um, one thing that I kind of wanted to go back to is I was thinking, I don't know if Tyrion's story arc is really complete because I feel like he still has one more like redeeming thing that he has to do because he's been fooled like twice now in the past two seasons, which like never happened. And I feel like he has to have something where he like comes back and is like, huzzah, but then he dies. I think both. I think all the Lannister siblings have to confront each other once more. There has to be some kind of way that they wrap things up between each other. Yeah. No, I think Tyrion's just gonna be other. like huzzah, <laughs> <laughs> and then just get stabbed in the face. Lol. Um, I mean, some art- articles I didn't read, but I saw the title of is like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Winterfell is basically. A hint at the Night King losing because that's where Winter fell, you know. Oh, <laughs> oh. you know. Eh? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What if Bran builds a new wall with his mind, and he's Bran the Builder? <laughs> hey. Oh, also we talked about this, but you think that Bran as a Night King is kind of not happening anymore? That was what I was kind of thinking about yesterday, right after the episode. Was like, maybe he's not the Night King. Maybe he like really is just the target of the Night King. And, doesn't try to be Well, I, I feel like the other part of that theory is that, like, some shit goes down, possibly in this upcoming episode, where, like, he becomes the Night King. That's also Not where, like, yeah, he's I don't retroactively think he is the Night currently King. currently the Night King. Yeah. 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 Although, at the same time, I kind of have this, like, aching feeling that none of the popular theories are going to happen. Like, I could see, like, not Clegane Bull happening. I could see no Clegane Bull has to happen. I could see Valonqvar not happening. What if, what if one of them's dead though? That'd be pretty. Well, the mountain is dead. That's true. 
Also, I could see Cersei getting murked by the, the, the Night King and then Jaime killing dead Cersei, you know? I'd love to see Cersei get murked by the mountain. What if Cersei... With the same, like, head smash against the wall. What if the Night King isn't dumb theory is true and he uh, White Walkers Cersei and then makes her the Night Queen? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> She's just... I don't think he cares about power, though. I don't think he cares about Cersei. He just wants to murder everyone. I think it would be a really powerful, like, image if, of him sitting on the Iron Throne, but he doesn't give a shit about it. Maybe he destroys the Iron Throne. No, no, well, like... What does he get out of ending the world, though? And what is erasing I, I don't know. I, like, want, I want them to explain that, right? It's like, why is he doing any of this? Yeah, what does he do when, once, like, everyone is a White Walker? Go to Essos. Has a party. R- relax. Yeah. <laughs> what if the last season of... What if the last scene of the entire Game of Thrones show is, like, the Night King's fleet setting sail for Dario Naharis? <laughs> Just Dario Naharis. <laughs> for Marine East. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, quick question. How many named characters die next episode? Seven. Name them. I just said seven. I can't. Yo, know, yeah, I'm, I kind of want to make a death Tormund. list. How many names uh, characters let's do a are Deadpool. there Deadpool. left? About forty. Okay. A lot. Tormund. I mean, like in winter in Winterfell, probably like twenty though. Okay. Uh, Jorah, Grey Worm, three. Uh, Brienne. Wait, wait, hold up. Sorry, you think Tormund's gonna die? Yeah. No. Oh no. <laughs> you think he's not gonna die? I just don't want him to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gendry. <clears throat> like I'm, I'm, I'm at peace with all the other people you've said dying. It's like I expect that torment. I'm just everyone who is sitting see... by the fire is gonna die. Yeah, I, could, I was gonna say Pod oh, probably next. Okay. Like, well, Davos, I don't though, think like, Sir Davos dies in the next episode. I don't want Sir Davos to die because I think he's just such a good character. I mean, all so. they've done is talked about how much he survived, which makes me think he's going to die. Nah, I don't think he's gonna die. Well, maybe they were playing that up to be like, oh, like he has some sort of. Melisandre gift. Oh, speaking of which, do you think she makes a comeback? She She's def- she definitely back. will. But like no, next episode, for like to like fire someone. Oh, uh, I feel like that. I could, I could see her showing up like at the end, like after they lose, and she shows up and she's like, "You're welcome." Takes the credit for it. I don't know her. what she does. I burned some leeches. <laughs> I got you guys. <laughs> um. I wish Avatar The Last Airbender would come back. Sorry, I just thought of that. <laughs> I just thought of, like, firebending and, like, imagine if Jon Snow, <laughs> Snow could waterbend, dude. It was just like, oh, man, that'd be great. Okay, so we're at five. Because at six. We're at six. I don't know who the last Beric. Beric. Oh, Beric. Oh, Beric's not going to Beric and the Hound. No, the Hound's going to live because the Clegane Bowl has oh. to happen. Um, so those are my seven. Yikes. Um... Oh, shoot, what was I going to say? It's definitely more than seven. It's right? going to be hard to, like, perfect, like, execute seven people dying. Oh. Keep that in mind. That's a lot of people. Maybe Bronn? Oh, maybe. He hasn't even made it all the way up yet. Though. Yeah, what if he But Jamie made it in, like, an episode. Oh, there was a really funny tweet where it was, like, the map of Westeros, and it was, like, from the land of always winter to the white, to the wall. It took the Night King seven seasons to get there. And then, like... That same exact distance, it took two episodes when they got north, south of the wall. Mm. I guess it doesn't matter. Making his way downtown. Walking around, moving fast, and I'm homebound. Um, okay, see, like, my thing is, like, would you kill them all at once? Like, if they're going to kill one person, you got to 
hard hit that, you gotta sit on it for a bit, and it wouldn't be till like the end of the episode. I mean, if we're thinking everyone in the crypts is gonna die, that's like Sansa, uh, hmm. like Sansa. I don't oh, think she's my god. Die. Sansa, Tyrion, Tyrion, Varys. We saw down there. Pregnant Gilly. Oh, uh, actually, I don't know that she's pregnant. I think Did she you just look gained up? weight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not <laughs> pregnant, Gilly, but maybe <laughs> someone. So sorry, Henry. Someone was like, "What if, <laughs> what if Gilly was this you?" <laughs> it, no, it wasn't me, but it was, it was, it was, it was someone in our group like, chat. <laughs> what, <laughs> what if Gilly like trips, falling down the stairs, going to the crypts, and just lands on Baby Sam, <laughs> kills him, and just get, gets a death right out of, out of the way to start the episode? <laughs> just like eats Baby Sam into the wall. Oh, Ed's gonna die. <laughs> Ed, oh, oh my Ed's god, gonna die. Dude. dude! If Sam is in the crypts, he dies too. No, Sam's not gonna be in no, the crypts. Oh yeah, he said, clear. Yeah, said that. I've, Ed's not gonna be in the crypts. I was, either, but Ed's gonna die. The I was thinking about girl with uh, the burnt face is gonna die. Tyrion, Tyrion no, Varys. girl with the burnt face can't die. Okay, you're gonna kill everyone in the crypts. Small boy that climbed the tree in episode <laughs> one's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the person who asked for the bowl of soup is gonna die. Oh no. Yeah, I think of food poisoning. I think. It, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna be like five people, because five. It's I think it's gonna be more than. It's I like guess, ten. It's I guess. Ten. I guess when Cersei blew up the crypts, they killed like five people there, but none of them were that important. Uh, more than five. Ma- or Ma- Marjorie was like the only person I really cared Marjorie, about. Marjorie, Lancel, Loras. Who the cares? High who cares about those people? Mace. Everyone wanted the High Sparrow to die. Marjorie was the only important character in that explosion that died. Yeah. I mean, the High Sparrow was pretty big. That I season. mean, it was important, but not like Kevin Lannister. Oh, so sad. Ah, Kevin. Kevin. Kevin with an A. Kevin. Oh, I want to see Tommen Baratheon back in the show. Tommen. Tommen. King's Tommen. Landing. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Six, seven, eight. I think it's like nine. Gee, Bridge Creek. I would say somewhere between seven and ten. All right. I think like close to not like half of the forty named characters, but half of like the probably like. 25 or 30 that we care about are gonna die. Jessica Vitti? I'm so bad at predictions like this. I think also 7 to 10. Wow. So it's the biggest battle, right? This is the one that was the longest. Yeah. I mean, I think like eventually these characters will die, but of not course. necessarily next episode. I feel like it's like maybe a third ish this episode, and then a third ish for the rest of the season. And then... Like, throughout season seven, we were predicting, like, who dies this season? Who dies this season? And, like, Littlefinger was the only person. And, yeah, it is the end of the show. Different situation, I get. Randall and Dickon Tarly also died. Oh, my God. Don't forget that one. (laughs) I feel like I could be be wrong about this, but the fact that, like... We talked about this before, but Miguel Sapochnik directing episode five as well. Like, there could be a huge battle coming that we just have, like, no... Like, no one's talking about. No one has any idea what's coming. The Battle of the Iron Islands. Yeah. The Battle of... Yeah. King, the Battle of Battles. It's just gonna be the life between death. This is the Battle of Winterfell. Or what if they just yeet us on this, and this one's not the longest battle? Also, there's been saying. a teaser trailer about... Like, I mean, like, Winterfell just in shambles with, like, Longclaw broken. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's so, true. I mean, I think they're going to lose. Broken or under the snow? I think they're going to dip. Oh, good call. I still think they're going to dip on a dragon and just like go to Iron Islands. Cassian's going to go like go. If they dip on a dragon, it's only going to be like ten surviving characters max. Yeah, that's 
That's, oh, I guess that's exactly opposite of what I just said. Yeah. Fuck me. Wow. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. And I'm just, I'm going to lose sleep over this because I'm so excited for this episode. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, final thoughts? I don't have Oh, Brienne getting knighted? We haven't even talked about that. That shit was dope. That was awesome. I love that scene. Patrick's got a beautiful voice. Patrick's singing. Danny found out that she is okay, having sex wait, with her Okay, wait. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. So I feel like I'm very upset with how Danny's arc is going right now because I feel like they're turning her kind of into like a villain. Like she's kind of right? a hot mess at the moment. She can't get along with Sansa because like all of a sudden she's this power hungry like monster. And I just... There was just a really cool lightning strike outside. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. My bad. Anyway, so, yeah, like, I I just have always felt like, you know, I've rooted for Danny because she wants to be a just ruler, and she deserves the Iron Throne, and, like, it makes sense for her to be there, but now it just feels like all of a sudden she's devolved into, like, she just wants the throne for the sake of being the most powerful person in the world, and, like... I, the crazy eyes that she gave to John when he told her the truth about who he was. Like, I thought she was going to murder him right then and just there. Just, like, shank him, yeah. Yeah, I looked like she was about to pull a knife on him and, like, just end it all. Um, and I'm, I'm just, like, upset because I think that I still want her to be that just and powerful rule, female ruler that, like, you know, she's like, yeah, you know, Sansa, like, me and you have to deal with all the haters and stuff and yeah I don't know I, I don't like what she's becoming yeah I mean I feel like they've been I feel like Danny's story is not gonna end well no matter I don't what. think it can no. <laughs> there's no way she comes out of this she's made nothing but enemies since she's exactly right yeah and including John now basically right I mean we're not we're like, like no one really knows no. if John is like what John's feeling you know that was another weird thing was I honestly thought when she was like, you have a claim to the Iron Throne since you're the last male heir that he was going to be like, well, I don't want it. But he didn't say that. He gave like a confused look like, yeah. what? I mean, yeah. he got told that literally the episode before. And now he's like, he gave, I don't know. I feel like Kit Harrington's facial expressions was like confused and like, huh? But I don't know. And then, I mean, to be fair, they did like, all right, like we'll get back to this. Now let's go deal with the Night King. So they're definitely going to come back to it, assuming both of them survive. Yeah. Um, I just, I had been wanting them to get together for so long because it just, like, fits so perfectly. And, like, I wanted it to be, you know, them ruling together or whatever. But since I know that that kind of can't happen, and now I'm seeing, like, Danny fall, I I just, I don't like it. (laughs) Next episode's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really, really excited. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, keep myself even-keeled. Because I'm, like, expecting so much. I don't want it to be, like, somehow underwhelming. So I'm trying to be, like, it's going to be cool. Yo, what you said, though, if they just, like, boof us and, like, this isn't even the longest battle in history and if that's episode five, that would be That would be insane. That would be nuts. Um, But then you'd also be disappointed. I guess, but then I'd be like, holy shit, I can't wait for these last three episodes, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another thing about the Bran is the Night King theory. No, no, not that theory. The Night King isn't dumb theory. 
So many theories. Uh, so many theories. <laughs> but another thing about the Night King isn't dumb theory, though, is that, like, if the Night King goes straight to King's Landing, um, and it's just, like, all of his, like, White Walker lieutenants um, knocking on the door like they showed at the end of the episode, um, like, the good guys are kind of screwed. Like, the living are kind of screwed, if that's the case, because, like, they made a big, like... Like hubbub, hullabahoo, about um, about the Night King being like the only target, like the only way to win this battle. Um, and if he doesn't show up, they're just gonna like Bran and like Eunuch Theon are just gonna be out there chilling alone. And then all of a sudden, they're gonna get murked by like the actual undead people. Yeah. And they're just gonna have nowhere to turn. And even even if it's not true that he goes to King's Landing, like even if he's just like hiding out in the woods, like if he's if he just like doesn't show up at in like any, even if he doesn't go to King's Landing and he just doesn't show up for whatever reason, that would still like totally wreck their plan. What if the Night King just walks up on Bran's like, "What's up, homie?" Daps him up. Bran's like, "Yo, dog." And he's like, you're the Night King now. Ooh. My theory is that that doesn't happen. My theory is that probably not. <laughs> well, we still got six days. We may do a second recap if we see more theories or get some more info. But for now, this does it. My name is Ryan Coleman. Do you guys have names? Do you want me to tell your names? My name is Jack McKessie. A man has no name. Yeah, and does. I'm Jess Beattie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. No, um, this is actually Duncan Agnew. Like my tweet. Yeah, like my tweet too. <laughs> Follow us, share this, please. Tell your friends. We're cool. We swear. Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs>